Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare, acknowledges the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land and water on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare, the podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her Duan Hu. Sorry? Duan Hu. There's a shark attack about to happen. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. What's that? What's that? Um, It is. um, You don't know. (laughs) It is a weird word I made up because we're running out of words for knickers. We are not. No, 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 no. This is uh, Taiwanese. Cool. Yeah. I'll say no more about it. This show is hosted by. The lovely Chanel Franklin and myself, Tamara Linky. It's great to be here. This is the last episode for the season. <gasps> it is. Yeah. I didn't realise. Time's just gone. There's been so much stuff happening. I know. It's we, crazy. How we got here, I do not know. But we, know. we got through and made it to the end of it. We are going to do a Christmas special um, and that will be released a little bit closer to Christmas when we're all in the fuckery of everything. Oh, my God. But this one um, today, look, if the kids are listening in the car, maybe Turn this one down a little bit. There, there, there is a language warning on it because we've called it zero fucks. Reason being? Well, you get to a point in your life sometimes when you really need to just give zero fucks. So, you want to talk about mama? Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Motherhood. Beautiful nightmare. This is going to be quite fun. Do you want to know where I'm taking you? 
You're grossing. <laughs> Chanel, you're going to gross me out today. I have a feeling it's like you have these little moments where I want to like crush your head because I can't <laughs> handle it. Like in, the, in, a, in kind of like a nice way. Does that make sense? Not at all. I want to crush you no when your face makes these little, uh, little things and I just want to squeeze you. Yeah. 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 In the best way. I'm staying away from you. <laughs> you get on your side of the couch, I'll be on oh mine. Oh, my God. Before my head gets crushed. Oh, that's a bit much. I meant squeeze your face. Okay. Okay. In a cute way? Yeah. Okay, cool. No worries. Mm. All right, we we can come to the town shout out. This is where we're going. Wow, you can really shout out to a town. Ooh, tell me, where are we going? We are heading to Pintung County. It is a county in southern Taiwan. Hello there. Hello there. A warm tropical monsoon climate and it is known for its agriculture and tourism. The name Pintung means east of Banping Mountain. Oh, so lovely. Beautiful. Never now, been to Taiwan, but I have a friend, Dennis. If you're listening, Dennis, you're from Taiwan. Well, he knows he's from Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> but Dennis, he's from Taiwan. Well, this is a special shout out to, and I'm, I'm trying to pronounce these names um, correctly, so please bear with me. Ling Fong, who is a listener, who said, oh. we are listening from Taiwan. Amazing. Yep. Um, say hello to us. So hello. Hello. And if you've, if you've never heard of the term MILF, basically um, you're a hot mum. I wonder if there's a Taiwanese uh, word for MILF. Mm. We should be looking that up too. Yeah, we should. Okay. We I'll look that. into it. But um, I did think um, it was good to look into where you are from. So Pintung Tourist Night Market, you can Ooh. imagine. We love a night market. Yes. You know what markets are like in Asia especially. There's there's people selling your stuff, you're buying stuff. It's hustle bustle. It's aromatic. It's Everything's going on. Yes. Yes. Um, Explosion of senses. Well, exactly. And this person put on uh, TripAdvisor because we love to look up what people say about a place because it gives it an honest reflection It sometimes. does. And you can make up your mind whether that person's a dickhead or not. Correct. And they said, there is so much food. I honestly don't know where to start. I always overeat when I go because, well, you can't help yourself. Stretchy pants are needed. <laughs> That's the best advice. Yeah. You want to try everything. Oh, I yes. Hate that. I'll have that. I'll have that. I'll have that. Not so exotic. Next thing you know, you shit through the eye of a needle. Oh, my God. But that happens to me at a buffet. I get excited because there's so much to eat, but mm. then I can never really eat more than a plate. It's sad. Oh, but the street food, and I actually watched something recently. I think it was on Netflix or whatever, but, and they were saying basically the best food in the world is street food, yeah. essentially. You know, yeah, you, you're is. not going mm-hmm. to a Michelin star restaurant paying no. crazy money. and. Not saying anything wrong with that because that food is absolutely to it's die for. It's got its for. place, right? It's got its place. But you've got so much love and family traditions going into these these street food recipes yeah. that people are like, this is the best thing I've ever had, like jerk chicken in Jamaica, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Amazing. So this person was um, put on their stretchy pants, um, had their wallet in hand and their phone and off they went. Off they went. <laughs> Probably to buy some more stretchy pants in a bigger size. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they've come back and realised they don't fit anything. <laughs> so one more place that I found was Lambai Island, Luchu is what yeah. it's called, also known by several other names. Um, but it is a coral island in the Taiwan Strait, about 13 kilometres southwest of the main island of Taiwan. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> my sense of direction is terrible. But if I looked on a map, I A little island, a little right. coral island off the Taiwan okay. Strait, okay? No, no stress. Um, stack of reviews. People love it. Um, it's beautiful. You can swim with turtles. You can go snorkeling. Awesome. Gorgeous, right? 
a hidden gem tucked away. Wow, 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 is what people were saying about they this They said place. that exact thing. Yes. Yeah. This one guy put, <laughs> we came, and he's got to be Aussie writing like this, we came for the day, stoked at what we saw. However, me missus, not my missus, me missus, wasn't up for much, so we sat around. Oh. Nice spot though. So in other words, what he's saying is she was in a piss with me about something and didn't want to be stuck on an island with me. (laughs) (laughs) You know when you go away with your other half and you're shitty and you're dragged around places and you have to be enthusiastic about something. You're on some tour in the middle of Fiji and you're like, And your partner's just giving you the shits and I don't want to go snorkeling with Mm -hmm. you. I don't want to go to the night market with you. Jesus. (laughs) Just take you and your pants off and eat some, you know. She would have been seething about something. You reckon? Or is she just a bit like not into it? She might not be into it, which is fine. She might just want to laze about. Maybe Gerald is making her do all this stuff and she's like, can I not sit for five minutes and read my book? So my mother-in-law, her brother is one of these people that when he goes places, he must organise an itinerary jam-packed full every single day. Okay, We are going here. We are going there. There's bus tours. There's this. There's that. (laughs) And his wife, Carol, just has to come along for the ride. And she wants to sit around. She goes, we never get to just sit by a pool. Because David has got the itinerary locked in and she's got no choice but to be on the bus, off the bus, on the bus, off the bus, in the facilities, going to the toilet, back on the bus. Like I fucking hate the bus. Yes, I feel like you need a nice balance. I like that. Like I like to do things maybe one or two days and chill out. I like to have a day of not much. Day of rest. Otherwise I'll go crazy if I do nothing. I go up to the bar and order chips. Yeah. But everyone experiences a holiday differently, how they like it. So each to their own, which means you probably need to go with people who are on your That's what I'm saying. So if you go with your other half that does holidaying different to you, that can be a bit tricky because he wants to run around and do all this stuff and she wants to sit in her ass. Maybe go with your girlfriends who might also want to sit on their ass and have a ladies week away somewhere. Or just compromise. That's also fun too. Yeah, that is fun. Do some things, then don't do some things and then just put up with the other thing. Tamara's marital advice for any anyone of any age um, on holiday. Thank you. So hello to Ling Fong. Um, hope I've pronounced that correctly. I did visit Google. Did you? <laughs> yeah. You chucked it in there? I was trying to. Yeah, I did. Yeah, good So if I said that correctly, hello to you and thank you for listening, legends. If you want a town shout-out, hit us up on Instagram at motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. This episode is zero fucks. So I've recently come back from a holiday, an extended family holiday. So we went with a fair few people um, for about nine days. So that was fun. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. Mm -hmm. It's good. (laughs) It was great. And um, any time's a long time when you – and nine days is a long time to go with even a stack of families or or whatever. Yes. Especially family, whether it's your own or your in-laws. It is a long time to be in a a situation, even if you go with your work friends, where you're constantly compromising the whole time about what everyone wants to do. To do or not do or or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So the funniest thing that actually happened was driving from Caloundra, where we were Mm -hmm. on the Sunshine Coast, to uh, the airport in Brisbane. Yeah. So the drive wasn't too stunning and I'll tell you why. It took maybe about one hour, right? So we're driving along. Kai goes, oh, I've got to pee. You know, you're on the highway. 
uh, and you need to pee and you've got to find a turn off so you kind of have to wait. Forget asking the kids if they need the toilet. You should have asked your husband. <laughs> yeah, well, indeed. I got my kids to do that before mm, they left. He forgot. Fun. I forgot. So he's like, oh, he goes, I think also a poo might be wanting to come out. So I said, okay. He was busting at this mm. point. Like he's actually, I think, holding it in. Yeah. You know, like he's physically got mm-hmm. his hands got on it. his bits. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. Holding. Okay. Do you want more detailed <laughs> <No>. explanation? <laughs> holding the skin over the, the eye of the penis to prevent the pee from coming out. There we go. Okay. Kyle will be happy over that. Uh, I explained that. So he's doing that. He's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> and you know when you are, you know you're close to going, it makes yeah. it worse. Oh. Right? Doesn't it? Mm. So we finally, we turn off. Kai's desperate. We turn off and right at the turn off, Kai just mm. parks. So it's busy. It's like a T-junction. All the cars are coming off the freeway. There's another road perpendicular where cars are coming. He bolts to... Well, I say bushes, they come up to his shins, so they're not very high. No. Turns around, squats down and poops. <laughs> In, and poops. All these cars are going past. And he, I'd like to say he gave zero fucks because he just needed to, <laughs> sh- to shit. He basically shat right there. For some reason, we all got out the car and watched him. Now, I don't know why. My Wolfie's there looking and he's going, I can see it coming out, Mum. He didn't say that. Yeah, he yeah. Didn't. Oh, my God. And I don't know why I'm looking, but it's like watching a bad accident happen. Like, oh, I'm suddenly all high-pitched. I'm sweaty. I'm concerned. I know. Then Skylar goes, I've got to go too. I'm like, oh, for fuck's oh, no. sake. So I open the two car doors so she stands in between. But she decides she doesn't want to squat because she'll get it on her pants. Uh-huh. So she takes her shoes off, her socks off, her pants, her knickers, and she's standing there completely stark naked, peeing standing up, like <laughs> sticking her fanny out. She did quite a good job actually. She just, yep, yeah, it was good. So I've got <gasps> her doing that. Wolfie decides he needs to pee, so he goes off into the bush. And, and how are you in and this tomorrow? I did, surprisingly, I didn't need to pee. Thank I'm God. Just, I am, my, the adrenaline's pumping through my veins and I'm just... You're going into the you know, the mode of right. Let's work this out, right? But Kai, meanwhile, he took ages, and he must have had you know, yeah, <laughs> had a newspaper there. The, you got a newspaper you know, that diary kind of when you're busting and it's been percolating. <laughs> yeah. So he was like cow padding over in the corner. Oh man! And <laughs> he comes back and he's like, "That was humiliating." Uh, yeah, think for all involved. Everybody. And he's going to kill you for now putting this on the podcast. I did ask him. Maybe not so much detail. Sorry, honey, but it's what happened. But we got back in and I said, quick, get in the car. We're leaving, leaving, leaving. And the thing was it wasn't too embarrassing because Can I ask it was something? a different I'm state. sorry and I'm sorry to yeah. our listeners. I, I must know this information. Did you have toilet paper? Luckily, I shoved two uh, Hungry Jack's napkins that I found in the car Is that into enough? his hand. No, it was not enough. <laughs> it was not enough. But then when he came back, I said, he goes, yeah, I needed some more. I said, okay, here's some wipes. Okay, please tell me he finished the job. He so cleaned he his ass. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, thank, yeah, so. thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only to get back on the highway and within 30 seconds see a turn off for a BP station. <laughs> Like he, if he'd held on for a little bit longer, it would have been an easy ride into the toilet. At this story, <laughs> then he starts yelling at me. Why didn't you look on the map and see that there was a bloody gas station? Like I had to thirty shit seconds in away, the field. and I'm like, I don't know. I was stressed out. Everything was very stressful. <laughs> Did you have a doggy poo bag head? <laughs> oh, you could not have scooped that stuff up. That was, oh my god, it was left in tomorrow. The, sorry. I know. I'm just saying. 
But then the last little thing. That you need to give some fucks, actually. Okay. No, but, but, but Kai's face, actually in that moment, you know on Bridesmaids where she's in the wedding dress and she they all get food poisoning and yeah. she, they've all got the shits and she runs into the street and she goes, oh, I'm shitting in the street. Oh, she just falls in the middle of the street. She yeah. gives zero fucks. She's like, it's coming out. <laughs> I, I'm past caring. This is happening. This is really happening. Oh, well. <laughs> Like I think we've all had those moments. Where you're way oh, I have. Caring. I'm just remembering mine. I was on Contigo tour in Spain, and I needed to go. Oh, yes. And I was I was moving around something shocking. It wanted to come out. I didn't want it to come out. I wasn't ready yet. I was stuck somewhere in the running of the Bulls Festival. Were there bulls on your like on your and tails? I needed a shit. No, 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 no. I was, <laughs> oh, this is not during no. you running after. Yeah, okay. Yeah, found myself squatting in a corner, trying to oh, no. just suck it back up. Yeah. You hang on, you were sucking it back. I was up. trying to just oh just compose yourself, compose the ass muscles because I oh. I need to shit so bad and I cannot at the moment. So just please just for sphincters, the, please work for me. Please work, please <laughs> hold this in. And I did get to the toilet and wow. Anyway, but yes, oh when those goodness. moments where you where you need to go so bad. I did some um emceeing recently at the um dance championships that were here and we don't get many breaks to go to the mm-hmm. toilet mm-hmm. because there's virtual judges that are streaming in that need these dancers to go on at the 8.03, this thing, right? right? You, you've got to keep everything in, in time. Oh, that's hard. And I thought to myself, and they delivered us curry for lunch, which oh, was come nice. On. And I that's a myself, recipe for disaster. Yep, I thought to myself, if I need to shit at a moment's notice, I can't. And that's that feeling when you have that sinking boom in your tummy yeah. where it goes, <laughs> I want to come out. It's percolating. Oh, I'm like ready to drip coffee. Yep. <laughs> I thought if I'm in a bit of trouble here, I can't run away and everyone's going to see the MC run through the dance arena oh to have a shit. Lucky I didn't need to, but it was a fear of mine. Oh That's my for God. sure. That is terrible. <laughs> Do you know, I lived my life like that as a probably in my like early, like oh, late teens to early 20s, not knowing I had lactose intolerance. And oh, now that wow. was not See, good. that's the other, yeah. yeah. Leaving a hockey game halfway through and running to the toilet in my goalie gear, which is another story. <laughs> 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 for another time. Anyway, so that was the end was of my holiday. Talking- left, <laughs> left with a bang. Left Brisbane with a bang. <laughs> I suppose we have these moments when everything seems to be piling on top of us, right? Mm-hmm. Shit goes wrong left, right and centre. You're unsure of how you gave birth to such ungrateful little turds as well. <laughs> Everything's just the kids are being rotten. Yep. You just, yeah, whether it's work that's annoyed you, the house being a mess, or you've just, you've reached your, your tipping point with that cherry on top. Yeah. And you pose the internal thought, what am I doing wrong? Like, what? Where am I raising my kids wrong? Because they're just so ungrateful, and all they want is toys, 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 and junk food, junk food, junk food. And you just get to this point where you've you've had enough. Next minute, you throw your hands up and say, "That's it. I've got zero fucks to give." And you were just at that point where you've just gone, "No more." Everybody, Done. piss off. Yeah, and you might even use those words, piss off, and piss you don't off. care. No, you just you've you're at your point because everybody has continued to throw stuff your way and you are just catching it and trying to juggle it, catch it, whether it is your partner, your work, your mum, 
school mums, some dickhead that cut you off at the traffic lights, all these things all just – and then the kids are ungrateful and rude. That's right. And you're cooking 16 meals <laughs> to feed every individual family member. Oh, no, you're not, you can't do that. All That's that. too much. No, now. it is. We Look, don't cook 16, but no, you could we, cook two. You could. You could. For the kids and you. That's, what That's quite normal. You do that, don't you? Well, depending on the meal. Okay. But, yes, because I don't want to eat what they want to eat half the time. So, you know, but what I'm saying is it all piles on top of us. It does. And the Urban Dictionary comes up with a really good definition of zero fucks (laughs) to explain explain a situation where you are absolutely exhausted and don't give a fuck about it no more is what you said. You're done and through with it. For example, don't talk to me. I give zero fucks about coronavirus and COVID-19. 2020, such a shit show, zero fucks. Don't tell me how you're always right in everything and I'm to blame because I give zero fucks about you and what you say, you harassing hat. So there's a few, um, yeah, examples there that they give you of zero fucks, yeah. which it is, a, it is a term now. You might have a, a <clears throat> I think, a, sl- a little bit more subdued version of the zero fucks. It could be when you might have just had a day of it and you're quite happy to feed your kids cereal for dinner. Now, the kids' one's interesting, isn't it? Yes, yeah. with cereal for dinner. You're not doing anything wrong. You're feeding them. There is nutrition there. There's fibre. There's dairy. <laughs> there is. But what I'm saying is yeah. sometimes you get to the point where you go, right, for an easy life and you're, yeah. I'm still being a mother and I'm giving zero fucks at the minute, you can have cereal. You can freaking eat that. Yep. I have given Summer toast for dinner before with a side of broccoli. That's okay. I think she likes broccoli. Yeah, but she wanted toast, and I went. There's nothing nutritious. Well, there is a bit, but not much. And I said, "Well, if you want toast, you've got to have some broccoli." And she went, "Okay." I was like, "Weirdest combination ever," but she'll eat it. Is she eating food? Yes. Tick, Mm. tick that box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Often, like if my kids have been to a birthday party, and I'm like, they've had so much junk lately. I'll be in the car and be like, "Please don't eat it. Please don't eat it. Please, ah, you've had too much sugar." Yeah. Please, and they're eating it, Robotic. ignoring you. Yes. You're like, whatever, just eat the fucking thing, like yep. seriously. And then that's when you turn around and go, you can have a piece of toast for dinner <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't have that much sugar. Like, I don't care. Hoping that I don't ask you, for jam. Or, or even you go, you know what, tonight you don't have to brush your teeth. Yay, just get in the fucking bed. <laughs> but I've got my clothes on. I don't care. It's wearing your clothes to bed night. Yay. Because I give zero fucks about everything right now. And they think that's brilliant. Or your partner walks in from a hard day's work, let's say. Um, you've also had a hard day's work, whether it's comprised of you going to work or just running around doing everything else. Your partner was in saying, far out, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you in a bad mood? I'm out of fucks to give. Don't you start. You don't, don't want to be. have a go at me. Mm. Mm. And then they want to get all horny with you, don't they? Oh, We've been down that road. Been down that road. <laughs> yeah, so what do you do? You know, well, well, if you give zero fucks, sometimes you just tell them how it is. That's I can't exactly do it right. tonight. I'm not in the mood. Stop fucking touching me. I actually spoke to someone, one of the mums from school, and she said, God's sake, it can be a chore sometimes to go and do it with your partner. And I, I laughed at her and she goes, it's just another thing I've got to do. On your I do t- like sex, but it's another thing I've got on my list. Oh, my God. And I'm out of fucks to give. It's on my virtual list, which is a list that's in my head, which is different from the one I write down. <laughs> Right? Like so meaning it can be forgotten. Yeah, that, oh, it can be forgotten, but also you don't want to write blowjob on your number three on mm. the list that you've written and no, left because then in you're the committed kitchen. to it and, and then, you might want to pull out. Then your mum comes to look after the kids, sees the list, blowjob. 
<laughs> oh, that's my, me getting my hair done, Mum. Uh, I need to book an appointment. Blow wave, I Blow mean. wave. I just merged the two <laughs> sentences together. Yeah, that's right. They are things on the list to do. Mm. Or even I'll write things like message friend about that thing that I know I have to or I will forget mm-hmm. to do it. That's terrible. Ask blah, blah, blah how her appointment went or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's quite funny that the um, – Sometimes you want to throw your hands in the air and say, you know what, I'm giving nothing to no one, nothing of nothing. (laughs) Nothing is nothing. Nothing is nothing. Throw back to a previous episode. Nothing is nothing. This is what someone put on TripAdvisor. Um, Not helpful. But we could use this nothing of nothing when we give zero (laughs) fucks. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. (laughs) Except when we want nothing of nothing. What about when you're on holidays exhausted, zero fucks to give when people look at your kids acting out? Do you know when you're just at this point? (gasps) Yeah. I was at this point with Summer. We were on the ferry to go out and do some snorkeling. Yeah. There were people looking at me a lot. She was crying. She was sick. Summer wasn't well because her first bout of of seasickness. It's horrible. Anyone that's ever had that, it is horrible. Have you had it? Oh, yeah. I get sick seasickness for sure. And I didn't. Not a nice sickness to have. Nope. Especially when you go down to the other deck where there's actual like lounge seats and you're like, whoa, like it's not nice. So poor Summer and she was white. Anyway, but also oh. I was her emotional punching bag. Mm. But also before we couldn't find a car park. We would we'd left too late. We did it. There's all these things. It was a bit of a disaster until we got there. And then she's screaming, crying. And people were looking at me. And normally what I do is try and calm her down to kind of say, stop embarrassing me or stop embarrassing you. We people please, don't we? Yep. Mm. In this instance, I gave zero fucks. I went, yeah. <laughs> I just can't because I'm actually feeling seasick too. Yeah, well, fair enough if you're feeling sick. And I was, I was feeling – and there's, some of these people are there, some of the oldies that have forgotten what it's like mm. or also don't know what it's like to have children in this day and age with everything else that because it is different. Yes. It is different. They yeah. didn't have social media. Kids have a voice. Kids have a voice, yes. Um, and they are – we do tolerate naughtiness more than what our parents would have and their parents would have. Yeah. But, yes, I was, I was at my breaking point where I just went, I don't give a fuck what you think of me or my child or why she's even acting out, whether you even know she's sick, but I don't care. No, I'm putting my child first as well, like yep. in that instant. So I just let it go. I cuddled her and was, you know, trying to like stroke her head and give her water, but she was just having none of it. And I just went, oh, oh fuck this. I'm not pleasing no one. No. Well, mm. we, we went to dinner the other night. That's always an interesting one. And the kids were there playing with their friends and we're having a chat and we're trying to get them to eat. Mm. And Wolfie had just been to a party, so he had all this sugar. So he was a little bit more boisterous than he normally was. He was laugh. They were laughing their heads off yeah, at these cute. funny things. And it's kind of But also loud. Yeah, also loud. <laughs> and we're at a surf club, which is a little bit more casual dining, yeah. but there were people there who were given the, you know, the, the stink eye, like, oh, shut those kids up. And I said Shove to my a chicken friend, nugget in their gob. And I was so tired this night. I said you know what, I don't care, like, unless they're going to be running around someone's table or doing something Pulling really chairs disruptive. Down, yeah. I said, you know what, they're not crying and they're having fun. Like, they're being kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to let someone else tell them off. I can't be fucked. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, going to sit here and have my wine and listen to them carry on in the background. It's hard. Yeah, whereas normally I'd be like, okay, can you just settle down, please, because people are trying to eat. Yeah. So apologies to those people who were trying to eat. Um, she's now she's now come out of yeah. her zero fucks phase and is offering you an apology. Yeah, I am. Yep, but also not sorry. <laughs> what about when you give zero fucks about what you look like? 
at a point. <laughs> oh, well, that happens quite often now. Yeah, we, I mean, I don't ever go past a shower because I, I love it, but yes. Tamara will. Oh, yeah. um, dry yeah. shampoo, a baby wipe under the armpits, done. Don't even do the baby wipe. <laughs> I'm just loading on more deodorant from yesterday on top of that deodorant, which was from the day before as well. Shut up. So I've got cakey, cakey underarm. No, I don't. Actually, when, I didn't have a time to, to have point. a shower this morning. I was meant to. It's my shower day. <laughs> my my weekly week. shower yeah. day. No, but I didn't. I've gone, oh, just Chanel. I'll have one after she yeah, leaves. <laughs> yeah. But that's where the top knot comes in, right? Yeah. Where you throw your hair up and you just, or whatever, you need some kind of, and if it's short, you need bobby pins. So it's just the idea of going, I don't care. I will go to school pickup and Coles or Woolies with this attire on because I don't fucking care. I've had no sleep. I'm sick of pleasing people. Done. They're going to have to look at this face and deal with it. Yeah, and I'm not wearing makeup. Oh, do you ever put on really ugly clothes? Like I've got some that are just – like I bought some terrible-looking tracksuit pants – and sometimes I just pull them on and I'm wearing them around the house with a top that does not go. Like it's horrific, yeah. right? And Only then, around the house though? No. And then I've gone, I'm fucking not getting changed just to go pick the kids up. I look terrible. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to have to go like this. So you get out and go like that or do you yeah, do? Yeah, I do. Um, but I hide behind a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so none of the other parents can see me. All these pants oh. I have, they're a horrible colour. They're caramel. I call them my caramel pants because they're like a light... A light latte colour, like a gross. They're not helping you. No, they're like a coffee stain, but all over my pants. It's bad. It's a coffee stain on each leg from yeah. top to bottom. Yeah, it's yeah, foul. Yeah. I'm really boxy. Not. Can you flattering. not throw them out? Can you not throw them out so you're no. not tempted to put them back on? No. Why not? I don't know. I don't know why. I'm bad at throwing stuff out. I don't like throwing stuff out if it's new-ish, even if I don't like it and it's ugly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll have to workshop that tomorrow. So we were actually given these pants I'll, I'll be honest, we were given these pants. I actually didn't realise that these were the pants you were these, talking I didn't about. Want, well, I didn't want to say the brand name, so, but I won't. But I um, won't throw them under the bus because they gave us some free shit. But the pants were horrific. They're bad. <laughs> so that's why I feel like I, can't, I was given them. It's like, Bit of a one-size-fits-all knot. Oh, they're so bad. Do you have those pants? Mm-hmm. I actually wore them on the weekend <laughs> with the matching jumper. Walked around the house and Dan clocked me and said, what are you wearing? And I was a bit hungover and I just went, it doesn't matter, I'm comfortable. But I clocked myself in Ollie's mirror while I was putting clothes away. I went, Chanel, you are scraping the bottom of the barrel wearing that. What colour were yours? That same colour? Like a a dark, a latte. They were a latte. (laughs) (laughs) The mustard ones, the whatever that fuck that colour is, caramel. It was caramel. They were caramel colour. Yeah, yeah. And I quite liked the jumper because it was a bit baggy. Jumper's and that's nice. Fine. I yeah. like the jumper. I just pull that on. But I looked at the pants and I thought, and then it was they were falling off me a bit. And then half yeah. your bum cracks hanging out. And I'm going, just take them the fuck off. You didn't can even we, pay for them. Can we make a vow to give them away to the charity? Can we do that? And then someone else has got to wear bad they pants. They might like them. They might actually try them on though and go, oh, these suit me. <laughs> Why do they speak like that? They're really comfy. Oh, you want to keep them? Oh, you keep them. I don't them. want to because I clock myself in the mirror, in the reflection of the oven, uh, whatever it is that I'm walking past and I go, actually look at the state of you. So one minute you give zero fucks, next minute you pull yourself back in and go, that's terrible. I think that's that's the constant wheel, hamster wheel that we're on. Mm. So what they say is you have X amount of fucks 
and you give lots of fucks generally until you run out, right? Yeah. And then you give zero fucks for about a time. About nothing. And yeah, it gets depleted and then it banks up like a video game. Mm. Then you get yep. more fucks in your bank. Yes, exactly. It's a fuck, <laughs> it's a fuck bank. And the fuck bank. How about when you uh, – I like this too because this can go into our bad truckies or our non-showering. You can embrace yep. your inner feral, inner fez. You can embrace and go, you know what, that's cool. <sighs> because men get away with being ferals. We All don't. the time. We look so bad and we shouldn't. I think it's the way we look at ourselves. We, we, oh, yeah. But the guys can just be feral and it's fine. Isn't it crazy how it's we annoying. still want to wear makeup, which is fine. I like wearing makeup. But yeah. the, the blokes just don't wear makeup. When's that going to end? I know. How many years will it be before we go, fuck this, because it looks makeup? It looks really different on us. We look really different because we go to this thing where we – have flawless skin with our foundation or more or less like you know it polishes out things out we've got color in certain areas our eyes look sparkly with the mascara blah 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 oh to attract a male mm. but i feel like come on like we don't it, need it no if we all didn't do it together we'd all be all right yeah but we'd clock ourselves before that's the thing we do actually care a bit yeah we do it's so annoying i hate myself for that this is something that applies to me is I give zero fucks that I can't cut the cheese straight in the block of cheese. Maybe. I make it look like it's an S-bend. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then one end gets, as you're cutting yeah. it, really slim. Are you using a cheese cutter, like a cheese thing, or just cutting with a knife? A sharp knife. Yeah. But, but you know, some people have an actual no. cheese slicer thing. And I've, yeah. I can't help it. I, I will create an S-bend. I don't mean to, but I don't care that I've created it. And does Dan get annoyed and go, oh, well, I think he's that? over it. Oh. I think he's I think he's over telling me, what have you done to this cheese? I think he just accepts that that's what it is and takes the bit that's a bit more fatter and puts that in his cheese toasty. <laughs> Why don't you buy some cheese slices? I feel like this will be more efficient for you. No? Mm, it's not the same? No, it's a bit more better financially, isn't it, too, like cost effective to buy the block? Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Okay. Because right. I like the grate. I want a grate. Oh, you want a grate? Someone has a yeah, wrap with, a... with cheese. A good grate. Oh, you got to grate that stuff. Yeah, yeah, Can't yeah. Can't be standing there grating fucking slices. No. Zero fucks for that. You could buy grated cheese. Oh, stop it. Be quiet. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what about when people, for example, I often will encounter acquaintances who don't talk very much, which is fine, but they expect you to, to fill in a lot of the gaps and put a lot of energy into a conversation. I understand this one. Right. So, which I usually do, but then I feel quite exhausted after leaving mm. this person because mm. they've not asked me any questions and I've just gone on this rampage, like verbal. I've actually been the opposite. I've had questions the whole time posed at me, but I'm not allowed to ask them back. Because if I ask the questions oh. back, so tell me about your work. Oh, yeah, my work's fine. They're deflecting. They're anyway, deflecting. Yeah. yeah. The question session is is they want to know what's happening of, of general life and I've expected to talk a lot and I, I want to listen too. The conversation yeah. is a two-way street. I feel it's very one-sided and I, it's exhausting. Some people don't want to talk about themselves, do they? Yeah. Yes. We, and yes. then expect you to talk about stuff. Yeah. Or maybe they just want you to go away and not talk to them. I've never thought of that. Tamara, just piss off while you're talking <laughs> at me. What about the people that just talk about themselves the whole time and you can't get a word in edgeways? There needs to be a balance. Oh. That's what I mean. There's one or the other. Yeah, there's one or the other. But the thing is, some days with those people that don't say anything, I will just say, hi, I am not filling in the gaps today, lady. And you can awkwardly stand there and I don't care. I'm just like, no, nope, not today. Not Sorry, today, Sally. You can talk. You talk for a change. And yep. if you feel awkward, well, that's on you. 
You start. <laughs> you tell me some things. Don't mean to be harsh, but I'm in my zero fucks phase. I am a zero fucks. Got zero fucks today, Sally. Yeah. Okay, Sally. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one. Will you always go to doctor's appointments that involve, you know, pap smears, breast checks, all that sort of stuff and maintain your bits, your underarm hair? Always. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah, it's like my you, colonoscopy. I made sure my butthole looked really good. <laughs> like I buffed you? it, I shined it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Made yeah. sure there was no stray hairs. <laughs> In fact, got a, got Kai to get a pen and draw like a little picture there. Well, like I said, yes, I almost wrote a note on there for the doctor. Enjoy. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but some people go, I don't care. It's, when you're pregnant sometimes, when you, you have some, oh. some of them will turn around and say, I'm at the point, I'm so uncomfortable, I'm so sad, I had this wax ready for the baby to come two weeks ago, they're still overcooked, the hair's going back. I don't care. Oh, you don't. Well, you can't reach those bits, so you really don't care because you can't get down Mm. there. Stuff. So, I mean, you look like a giant watermelon, so who cares? Who cares? You've Mm. got a human. Mm. And plus, you know, at the same time, the nurses and the doctors, they don't care. Mm. They see it all the time. Another hairy snatch. Uh, hairy bum, yeah, widdly wobbly bits, whatever. Who cares? They don't care. Blah, They've blah, seen blah. it all. Yeah. It's not like yours is new and they're like, oh, "Did you see that, Jane?" They're in the staff room, the nurses' staff room, going, "Wow, do I you know make, her ass they, was so weird." Do you reckon they comment? No, no. Did you see that woman's pubic hair? It was plaited. Like <laughs> <laughs> they would comment. I reckon if it was all. Really nice, I think. If you made it special. Yeah, like an Elvis Presley hair. Yeah. (laughs) I just always remember when a time when I did give two shits is when I went in for my... That's uh, the other one. I don't give two shits. Yeah, two shits. Fuck sounds better, right? (laughs) But I'm in there about to have my caesarean with Skylar and I've got that gross cap on. Like, you know, they give you the scrubs. Mm. You've got the gown on with the cap. You're not allowed to wear makeup. You are huge. Well, I was huge. And from the back, I just like SpongeBob SquarePants. Like yes. everything just goes. Yes, yes. Right. And there I was and he's putting a needle in my back and he was quite a hot uh, anaesthetist. And I remember thinking, I feel so disgusting. Like I feel like the grossest I've ever yeah, yeah. looked in my life. And you are hot even with that fluffy hat on your head, puffy <laughs> hat, not fluffy puffy. There was nothing hot about it. It was the worst. I just remember thinking, oh, but so I really you did care. You I did, did give two shits, but, but you couldn't fix it. I think it was more I was distracting myself because I was about to have something quite intense happen. Yeah, yeah. So you know how you sometimes yes. in an intense moment you think of some really superficial things? Yeah. It's strange, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know, know if mean. that's a way of your brain protecting you Possibly. From the emotion. Mm. It's like, hey, what in these situations, what do we normally do? Oh, we think about our hair or... You know, yeah. well, that doctor's a bit hot. Hi. <laughs> Hello. 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 Kai, can you please not sit there? You're in the way. <laughs> Go round to the other side. I'll turn my head this way. Talk to me. <laughs> Flirting with the anaesthetist. Yeah. Yeah, because he's going to respond to the Hi. pregnant woman. He's, yeah. I think we've talked about him previously. What was his name again? Fabian Parry. That's it. Yeah. Hello, Hi, Fabian. Fabian. How about when um, you cut some corners? Because you know you're going to explode if you don't yeah. and you cut some corners. Here's one. When you drive to the shopping centre without your baby but park in the parents with pram spot because being in possession <laughs> because... of a baby seat warrants enough reason to do so. <laughs> I've done, I have done that. If it's not busy, I've gone, no, nah, I am parking in there. Mm. Yes, 100%. We only have one hour of freedom before you need to return 
to your kid who ain't nobody got time for that. So yeah. don't sass me. No, I'm parking in that mm. too. Agree with you. Agree with you. Speaking yep. of shopping centres, the other day I was in Kmart and I went through, you know, the self-serve mm. to be more efficient because I had maybe like five or six things. So I, I put them through. Every time I put something through, it went beaming me, like it wanted the lady yeah. to come and put her barcode thing in because it wasn't working. Yes. It didn't recognise the item. Yep. Now, the woman came over, it took a while. This happened maybe, I reckon it happened five times. Not like acceptable. Like almost every – and I'm at the point where I wanted to get in and out. I was almost in tears. Like I was like, are you fucking wa- kidding me? Everyone's watching you screw it up. Everyone's – and I'm like – and I'm not blaming the lady. No. But the lady came over and she's like, oh, sorry. I said, look, it keeps doing it. This is not really very efficient. I wanted to um, actually write a letter to Kmart and say, come on. But then you realise you have no time yeah. to do that at I all. I don't have. That's on my list under blowjob, but that's okay. <laughs> write letter to Kmart. <laughs> letter. In that order. In the- blowjob, write letter to Kmart. <laughs> In fact, that, I'm annoyed now, so writing the letter to Kmart will will go above the blowjob. Yeah, exactly. And sorry, Kai. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... So the last time it happened, she came over and I just went, oh, for fuck's sake, I don't even want this stuff. And I left it and I walked out. I left it. I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like I made a really angry face. I was quite terse and I walked out past the lady who checks the receipts and I'm like, well, I don't fucking have one because I have no fucking merchandise. (laughs) I didn't say that to her. My face said that. Yeah, yeah. You got to the car, parking in the pram spot when your children are seven and eight, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So true. But I really was like past it. You know, you're just Mm. like, I'm going to be angry and I don't care. Well, how about this? When you're in the supermarket now, if you don't have a pram, now I I don't use a pram at all, neither would you, Tamara, but, and some mums are way past that, but we remember the time that we did when people won't bloody move out of the way for your pram. So you proceed to make heavy-hearted decision to run them over and they're Air Jordans or Jimmy Choo's. If they've got nice shoes on, you're like, I'm going to clip your ankles because you're not fucking moving and I'm tired and I'm embracing my inner fez but it's annoying me that I have to do so. You're going to get a little reminder that I'm behind you and to stop stopping. Yes. Right. People with no spatial awareness. Yeah, no spatial awareness. My mother-in-law, I love her, but she's shocking to shop with because she just stops in front of people. People need to walk around. Her. Oh, no, one of those. One yeah, of those. because she's got in her own head. Oh, my God. Picking things up, doing things. Da, da, da. And I, I laugh and I said to Dad, you have to please go shopping with your mum because it is quite an experience. Oh, my goodness, me. Yeah. Oh. Do they like this? Do the kids like this? Should we buy this? We'll buy this, love. Here. And she's holding it and she's all excited, having a great time. Yeah. But she's stopping and starting and pivoting and no one can, in Kmart can move anywhere when she comes over because they don't have Kmart in the UK. So she loves Kmart. Oh, right. Ah, and she's yes. pivoting and she's like a child in a candy store. Literally, yeah. And stopping and starting. <laughs> and I actually had, I gave her, I gave her the pram once and said, push Ollie because then you've got a task to do. You won't pivot as well. Oh, no, she pivoted with the pram too. She managed to. What and a talent. Kept, and, and kept running people over. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Far out. Ollie's but... like bang, bang, like a crash dummy. <laughs> oh, my God. I get past people is the actual worst. I do a very mm. angry walk when I do that. Yeah. Like I go around them like, ugh, and then mutter, bitch, move. <laughs> <laughs> to the old man. <laughs> so why do we give 
zero fucks or why is it important to give zero fucks? Because I think there's a reason why we should. We're told to think positively all the time, right? Think positively. And if it's not someone physically telling us, it's social media reminding us through apps and reels and memes and blah, blah, blah. Exactly, which has a place, right? Yeah, it does. But it's okay to feel negative when things aren't going well. Well, and that's important to embrace. I did read that book that was quite inspiring that basically said life is full of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. You cannot be positive all the time, nor can things go well all the time. Know that when you're in a negative mindset, um, depending on what that is, there could be something that um, is at the root cause of it. So that needs to be dealt with in yes. the best way for you. But just in general, know that you're at, there is Plenty of bad days to be had, but there's good ones too. It's like a roller coaster. There's ups and downs of everything. That's exactly right. You kind of right. accept that flow. Mm. That yeah. was what she said in this book. Now, this isn't my wise words. This was Dr. Shafali again, but essentially just saying that it's okay to have a bad head moment day where you aren't happy about life. I think it's also necessary mm. to have those. Yeah. Because uh, – avoiding those things and not dealing with them is going to make it worse down the line. Yeah. But dealing with a problem, I mean, having happiness is all about solving an issue. That's when you're happy is when you've worked something out, Mm -hmm. whether it's a goal that you've achieved. There were problems along the way to achieving that goal. Yeah. Hence, then you're happy, right? So we're constantly chasing these things, the happiness. But it's quite empowering. So. In I that agree. regard, I agree to to have overcome something, right? So it's it's a good thing, and it's, it helps you be a richer, more rounded, evolved person in your life. If you, I kind of hold on to those things. So if I know that I've had a good win or a, or something's happened where mm-hmm. I've been chosen for something or or whatever, yeah, I hold on to try and think to myself. And I'm only doing this recently. I wish I'd known to do this earlier because I probably would have saved myself a lot of frustration and heartache. That you turn around and you say, actually. I remember what that felt like when I got was chosen for that or when I won that or when when the pendulum just swung my way for a sec, that felt good. So when it doesn't, I need to know that there are times when it does. Yes, you know what I mean well. by that? Yep, yep. So you kind of go, well, this way, okay, this hasn't worked out this now, time. but for this time it has worked out mm-hmm. and I did get that gig or whatever or we did blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do now is trying in those spaces where I'm feeling like the shit is just hitting the fan left, right and centre and then I'm out of shits to give. I try and think, okay, well, that time it did swing my way so it's going to swing my way again. As well, I'm the type of person who needs to feel through my shit too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the emotional response to things. I need to cry it out most most of the time just to go, ah, that's a bit of a release. I've let the air out the tyres. Yeah. Whereas Dan might say to me, what are you crying for? Don't cry. Like you don't need to cry. And I'm like, I actually do because I'm better for it after. Oh, yeah, exactly. You, you know need to I mean? experience, be in the sadness as they say. Yeah. It's, um, it's not a bad thing to do to kind of wallow in it if you need to for that. Talking about emotions, like you said, it's really important to do it. But a lot of people would know the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which was yeah. you know, Mark Manson who started this whole idea of not giving a fuck. Um, that kind of philosophy, but he <laughs> says in talking about your emotions, 
But then there are those people who over-identify with their emotions. So you can take it too far. Yes, so what you're saying yes, is yes. correct. Everything is justified for no other reason than they felt it. Oh, I broke your windshield, but I was really mad. I couldn't help it. Or I dropped out of school and moved to Alaska just because it felt right. Decision-making based on emotional intuition without the aid of reason to keep it in line yeah. pretty much always sucks. Mm. You know who bases their entire lives on their emotions? Three-year-olds and dogs. You know what else three-year-olds and dogs do? Shit on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. We're not three and we're not from the canine world. So just in general, there is a happy medium with everything. Yeah, exactly. You're allowed to have your moment of crying and angry and allowed to wallow in your own Feeling shit, but you're emotions. also got to pull yourself back yeah. the other way. Yes. If that means you're doing it yourself or you need to reach out for help, either way, but there's there's a you need to know that there are, there is always a brighter side. So when you're in that moment of not giving a fuck, sit in it for a bit, but then exactly. then you can give your fucks again if, when you want to. Exactly. And, and cut the cheese straight. <laughs> never. Never I can't. Cut the cheese, hey. <laughs> Enjoy that brown lining until the silver lining comes. <laughs> exactly. But until then, give zero fucks all you want uh, until you get your, your fucks back, back in your bank account. Back in your, your fuck account. <laughs> your fuck account. <laughs> Well, your bank account of fucks. Sometimes you've given too many and then when you've got, you're in a good headspace, they kind of store up a bit more. So you've got more fucks to yeah, give. Yeah, yeah. Because you can go, well, this is good stuff's happening. I've just won the lottery. I can give a few more fucks. That's right. <laughs> it's a lot better, that analogy, than when people say, oh, my cup is full. I feel like, well, my fuck bank is full. My fuck bank is full <laughs> and I'm happy. Even if you're in a good and, and, a, and a generous mood, you might be able to give a couple of fucks to some girlfriends yeah, who might them need on. it. Pass yeah. them on. I've got a couple spare. I've had a good month. <laughs> do you want to fuck? Here you go, Janine. Oh, wow. Okay, Chanel. Well, you know where to go if you need that. Okay. So that's the last episode, Chanel, of the season. Yes. We've done it. We're nearing the end of the year. We will do a Christmas special one um, because we all need to be, you know, doing the Christmas thing together. I can't wait to put some Christmas music in the background. Oh, wow. That's my favourite part. Yeah. Christmas. I love Christmas music. Christmas to me is love. about music. Yeah, it is. I get the Bing Crosby and all of that out and my family get annoyed because yeah. they're like, oh, turn that off. It's depressing. It's my uh, bone of contention. Big thank you as well to all the mums that have been coming out and supporting our live shows. Oh, yeah. They've been coming in droves. Yeah, that's been really, really fun. So yes. thank you so much for all that support. Um, and we are heading to Mount Gambia and Goolwa in South Australia this weekend. We've got a live show in Adelaide, our second live, well actually our fourth, but from with this tour, second one in Adelaide and then we're going to, yeah, Mount Gambia and, and Goolwa. Yeah, can't wait for that. Be good fun. Thanks ladies. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.